Welcome to the Coaching Edge podcast. I'm your host, Wendy McCallum, a seasoned and successful life coach. Every other Monday, I share my hard-earned wisdom from well over a decade of coaching, so you can avoid the mistakes I've made. I provide practical and inspiring bite-sized strategies, coach stories, and thought-provoking conversations with industry experts about the business of coaching. If you're craving the freedom and joy that comes from building a profitable and fulfilling coaching practice, you're in the right place. Now let's get down to business. Hi there. Welcome back to The Coaching Edge. I am your host, Wendy McCallum. Super happy to be here as always. And today we're actually going to talk about less of a business issue, although there is a business angle to it, and more of a service issue as a coach. You're a service provider. And something came up in my BBB, which is my business building bootcamp that I run for coaches. It came up in office hours this morning, and I thought, what a great thing to talk about in a short podcast episode. And I am recording this shortly after that so that I don't forget what we talked about in the discussion this morning. So I had a member, coach member, who has created a new program. So there's just, there's a new focus to the program. And the idea is that eventually this will become a group program, but she wants to trial it with one-on-one clients. So we were talking about the new content and how she's going to present that. And in the course of all of that, of course, the topic of pricing came up and the topic of session length came up. So we were talking about both of those things. And I thought the conversation that stemmed from that would be a really helpful one to share on this podcast. So this is kind of, this is a summer a summarization of, of how it went. So I asked the question I always ask, which is, what does this program look like exactly? So what's your plan for this program in terms of how many sessions will be involved, how long the sessions will be, how often you will have the sessions, so how frequent the sessions will be, and also the price of the program itself. So the answer was that the plan was to have it be a 12-session program with 30-minute sessions, and then she gave me the price, and it was a relatively low price, which is something that we talk about a lot in the BBP. We talk a lot about pricing because it's really important. So we did get back to the price. But the thing I really wanted to talk about was the session length and the justification for the lower price on the program, which was, well, I think I can just offer this as 30-minute sessions. And that way I can price it lower. And the idea behind pricing it lower when I dug into that a little bit was that, well, it'll be more affordable for people. It'll be easier for me to get people to sign up if this is a lower price. So that's its own issue. And I could spend a full 20 minutes to half an hour, at least talking about that. I don't agree with that. I don't agree that it is easier to sell a program just because it's lower price. So we did talk a little bit about that. And I promise that we'll come back to pricing in another episode of of this podcast. But what I really challenged her on was that session length thing. I asked her why she was set on the 30 minute session length and how that would serve her client and how that was going to serve her. And the answer was, well, I think that there's an awful lot. One of the things I've noticed in the process of coaching is that there's an awful lot of chit chat, small talk that happens at the beginning of a call and small talk that happens at the end of a call. And that isn't really necessary. And I feel like I can cut that out and I can get right to the chase and we can have a really efficient, concise session in a half an hour. And I said, okay. How does that serve you and how does that serve the client? And the thought was, well, it serves me because it allows me to charge less for the program because I can then offer 30-minute sessions instead of an hour-long session. And also the small talk is kind of annoying and I would rather not 
engage in that, which I, which I do get, it, it can feel a little irrelevant sometimes. So I challenged her on both of those things. And this is really what I want to get into. I, I, I asked her how that actually serves the client and what the gift or the benefit of that small talk might actually be for her client and how that might actually impact the value of the coaching session as a whole for both her client and for her as a coach. And she thought about that for a little while. And I said, in my experience, and I do have a lot of experience. I mean, I have have coached thousands and thousands and thousands of hours over the last 13 years of coaching, lots of individual one-on-one coaching and lots of group stuff. But I said, in my experience, the first 10 minutes of a coaching session is usually small talk. Not always, but a lot of the time it's small talk. And that is actually incredibly valuable time because it is what allows my client to do a couple of things. First of all, transition. So most of the clients that I work with are still working or they are busy in other ways. So maybe they're caregivers and they're busy taking care of kids or aging parents. They've got something going on. They're having to transition out of their real life into a really intimate one-on-one conversation. And so giving them some time at the beginning of a session to do that is actually really, really helpful for them. The second thing that is made possible by the small talk at the beginning of the session is that it gives the client a chance to really for you to remind the client that this is a safe space. You're here to listen. You're paying attention to them. You're not distracted by anything else. And you're, you're hearing them. Even if they're talking about the example in the, the coaching call was the neighbor's cat. Even if they're talking about the neighbor's cat, you, it gives you an opportunity to sit, to establish eye contact, to listen, to establish a little empathy, to make it really clear to that client that you're there for them and that you're listening to them and that what they have to say is actually important to you. And that can help to reestablish that and just remind them of that trust factor that's there. And, you know, it may not be there yet. It may be a brand new client, in which case this is even more important. In the earlier sessions, I think this is even more important. And sometimes towards the end of a coaching engagement, we can just get right, dive right into the nitty gritty in the first couple of minutes. But I think especially in the early sessions with a client, this is pretty critical when it comes to allowing them to just acclimatize themselves to the coaching situation and get them comfortable, get them kind of loosened up and just try. And then also, as I said, transition them from whatever was happening before they came into this session. So we had a really good chat about that in the group and the other coaches who were on the call echoed that experience. The ones who have been doing one-on-one coaching for a while said, yeah, I've noticed that too. And, you know, we have one person in our BBB group who's actually has a background in advertising, the advertising industry. And she was talking about research. She shared the research that she's aware of around focus groups, which is really interesting. She said that when she was in advertising, oftentimes they would get pushback from companies for whom they were hosting focus groups. And the companies would say, couldn't we just do without the first sort of 30 minutes here? And the answer was always unequivocally, no, we cannot, because the research in that industry is apparently very clear that the first 15 minutes or so of small talk is actually critically important to getting people to open up in an honest way. So getting really genuine 
honest feedback, which is the whole point of the focus group. So it was a really interesting conversation that we had and just a very, I think, different way of looking at that small talk and really, really shifted this coach's thoughts about whether a 30 minute session was in fact going to serve their client. Now, there is a whole other piece of this, which is the financial side of it. So this is the business side of this. And there are a couple of different things that I highlighted to my coach when we were chatting about this this morning, and I'm going to go through each of those. So the first thing is, if it's not serving your client to be doing a 30-minute session, then, I mean, that should really be the answer. The answer should be, look, this isn't going to serve my client, and it's not going to serve me as a coach, because I'm not going to feel like I'm doing a really great job, and we're actually <clears throat> affecting, I'm, I'm helping this client affect the transformation that I have you know, I have sold them, you know, as this in this coaching program. There are a couple other things to think about here. A 30-minute program, yes, technically, I guess you could you could price that lower. I'm not sure I would necessarily do that. As I said, it's 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 not about it's not about the pricing on a program is not all about the number of hours involved in it. It's about the value of the transformation that actually occurs. So in some cases, maybe 30-minute sessions depending on the topic and the client and all of that might serve somebody and, and and the value would be there, whether the session is a 30 minute session or an hour long session. But in this case, this, this particular coach had it in her head that she could price this program much lower if it was the 30 minute session. And I asked her how that was serving her. So forget about whether it's easier to sell. I don't agree. It is the bigger question I had for her is how many of these programs at this price, at the lower price, do you need to sell in order to meet your gross target for the month? So we worked it backwards from her gross target and it would have meant that she needed to sell 10 at this lower price. Now she was also talking about doing a beta price for this program, for this one-on-one -on -one program, which we had another conversation around beta pricing and we will, I promise again, I keep saying this, but we're in early episodes of this podcast. We will talk about betas and beta pricing at some point. So we had a conversation around whether that actually made sense or was necessary. But on this lower price point, she would have had to sell 10 of these in order to meet her gross goals for the month. So then I asked her, well, what if instead it was a 12 session program and it was an hour long, what price could you charge for that? And we talked about the range that she could charge for that. And in that range, she would only need to sell four to five of these a month in order to meet her gross target. So there's a difference between selling four of something and selling 10 of something. Selling 10 programs is hard, especially in early days. I would always rather sell four of something than 10 of something. And the truth is, and this again, it's for another day, but the truth is it is just as hard to sell a cheap program as it is to sell an expensive program. That's the truth of it. And I always want my coaches and I want you to be pricing your programs at their value as well. I never want you to be out there working for significantly less than your value to that, to that client, you know, unless it's a special situation, obviously, where there's financial hardship and you've made that conscious decision to price lower. But with this coach, when I put it that way to her, you would need to sell 10 of these things at that price versus only having to sell four. The marketing involved is the same. So the marketing is, you know, however long her discovery call is, let's say it's a half an hour discovery call. So she needs to put in five hours of marketing to sell 10, probably more than that, actually, because conversion rate is not going to be anywhere near 100%. So she's going to have to book, you know, probably double that in discovery calls in order to sell 10. 
And so 10 hours, let's say of, of marketing calls versus the two hours times two. So four hours that she would need to sell the four programs at the higher price, if that makes sense. So it's really important to be thinking about that stuff as well. So not only does it not serve her client or serve her as a coach to have that short session and have her program pricing be based on 30 minute sessions. It also doesn't serve her from a business perspective because it makes marketing, the, the marketing required to meet that target so much more, not to mention the amount of time that she needs to spend coaching, right? So if you need 10, you need to sell 10 of those and it's a 12 session program, that's 120 hours of coaching to make that revenue. Versus selling four at 12 hours, it's, I'm going to do the math wrong, but I think it's 48, right? So it's really important to be thinking about those types of things. And we will come back to this in a one-on-one pricing episode, I promise. But I just thought it was a really interesting discussion that stemmed out of this idea or belief that she had that shorter sessions, first of all, served her and her client better and would allow her to sell this and therefore be a smarter business decision on her part. So that's just an example of the types of conversations that we have in office hours in the BBB. But that particular point felt like a really good sort of insular topic to do a short episode on because it got everybody in the group thinking about how they go about pricing, but also how about they how they go about deciding how long to set their sessions at. Now, the last thing I wanted to mention is this. This is what I said to the group. I have coaches in my group who are really, really experienced, been doing this for a really long time. And I have brand new coaches who are just starting out and coaches everywhere in between. What I said was, if you have not been coached for a while, go get coached again. Because there's nothing like getting coached to remind you of what it feels like to be a client. And I think it's really important to stay connected to that. So I like to get coached every couple of years, I hire a coach. And if something comes up that I really need coaching on, I'll hire a coach before that. But I just hired one of my favorite coaches to do a six, six session engagement this spring. So I, I'm just fresh off of six coaching sessions. And it was such a great reminder of all of the things I was talking about today, but how, you know, even somebody like me, who's just so well-versed in coaching, I know what it's supposed to feel like. I tr I know this coach. I trust this coach. I trust the process of coaching. I still found it really awkward and painful sometimes to get vulnerable. Everybody does. And so the 15 minutes of small talk that might've happened in the beginning of some of these sessions was actually really valuable to me. It made me feel comfortable. It helped me transition from my day-to-day, -day, which is coaching other people, into being coached. And it also provided me with an opportunity to sort of ease myself into the conversations about some of the tough topics that we were addressing and tackling in the coaching sessions. So if you haven't been coached for a long time, go get coached. That'll be such a great way to remind yourself of the things that really matter about how you show up as a coach for your clients. And also some of these more technical points of the practice of coaching, including the fact that there's no such thing as small talk, really, that's not valuable when it comes to coaching. I mean, obviously you need to manage that as a coach and you want to make sure that you are getting to the important stuff in a session, but building in a little buffer at the beginning of the, and the end to help people transition in and transition out is I think really great coaching practice. So hopefully you found that helpful. This podcast will be a combination of really specific business driven topics. 
and also practice topics. As somebody who's been doing this now for 13 years and has lots of experience coaching in different areas with different avatar clients over the last 13 years, I have a lot to share. The things that I've learned, the mistakes I've made, and the places where I've changed the way I coach and I've changed the way I run my practice to serve my clients better, which of course in turn serves me better because I just feel better about how I'm coaching and feel more resonant and fulfilled by this amazing job that I get to do every day. So thank you for listening once again, and I will see you in a couple of weeks for another episode of The Coaching Edge. Hey coach, are you going around in circles when it comes to your prices? If you're ready to price your one-on-one offers right so that you can stay profitable and avoid burnout, you're not gonna wanna miss my free pricing masterclass for coaches. In this practical, valuable training, you'll discover the most important business advice no one told me, what other coaches are actually charging, three pricing model options and the pros and cons of each, the two key pricing considerations that nobody's talking about, and how to determine the true value of your coaching. Spoiler alert, it's got nothing to do with your hourly rate. Access my popular masterclass anytime at wendymccallum.com forward slash pricing. That's W-E-N-D-Y-M-C-C-A-L-L-U-M dot com forward slash pricing.